Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. To two and power you. I am your host, back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit, my comforter. This is a teaching podcast, so I want you to grab your Bibles and something to write with, as always, as I have something very powerful that I want to share with you today. As always, I want to take a chapter and verse from the book of John, chapter 16, and we want to look at verse number 13. So if you have your Bibles, grab them, please. John 16, looking at verse number 13. This is a tremendous passage of scripture here, and it says, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So when I thought about this today, as I was going to share this with you, the Holy Spirit, my comforter, we most certainly in this hour need comfort like never before. And one of the things that I love about God, he never leaves his children comfortless. But the reality is because many people don't understand what the Holy Spirit's ministry is, there's a lot of misnomers surrounding this. So I really want to speak truth to power and really help you today as you listen in, especially as my audience are younger people, young adults, young married couples, although people do listen to me from all age groups. And I want to continue to welcome anyone that's listening to me for the first time. But I think it's so important today that we really begin to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, because we are living in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. So we really need to understand his ministry to us. And so there's not a lot of teaching regarding this in terms of what his ministry is, what it's not. And so I cannot unpack everything today, but I at least want to wet your whistle so you would at least understand and know that the Holy Spirit is here to comfort and to guide you and to help you. Let me reiterate what I just said to you in John 16, 13. Notice again, how be it when he, the spirit of truth. So we know that the Holy Spirit or should know from the scripture that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So if there's some truth, there's also some lies out here. So we need to understand that anytime the Spirit of God is speaking to us, he is telling us the truth and he will guide you into all truth. Now, all truth is what it is. All, all is every. And so he will not speak of himself. When the Holy Spirit is talking to you, he is not speaking of his own accord or of his own volition. He is speaking what the Father has said to him. And whatsoever he shall hear what he's hearing, he's going to speak it to you and he will show you things to come. He'll show you the news before the news come. 
He'll show you what's going on in the spirit realm before anybody else can show it to you. You'll never be caught off guard if you are walking with the Holy Spirit. You might want to write that down. You'll never be caught off guard when you're walking with the Holy Spirit. Many people, believers, those that love God, those that go to church, those that profess to practice the Bible, they are so caught off guard and this should not be. If this scripture is true, and I want to tell you it is, that he said he'd show you things to come. Think about that. I'm showing you, the Spirit of God, things that are coming. And those things that are coming for your life are positive. They're always good. Even the things that you don't think is positive is because it is the Holy Spirit's job to tell you what the Father thinks about you. And I want you to know it's all good. Because he sees you, God sees you through the sacrifice of his son. So he doesn't see you as wicked. He doesn't see you as cruel. He doesn't see you that way. You see yourself that way. The carnal mind sees itself that way. And so we stay in a lot of condemnation. But the scripture says there's therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So you're not walking in the flesh. You should be walking in the spirit of God. That ought to be good news for you today. Now you can learn to walk in the spirit of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. And so we have to train our brain. We have to train our mind. We need to be renewed by the word of God so we can walk in the spirit, live in the spirit. And the spirit world has got to be more real to us than this plentifully of flesh that we're living in. The flesh is flesh, but the spirit is spirit. And so we need some comfort in this hour. And the Holy Spirit is there to comfort you. What pain pills cannot do, the Holy Spirit can. What children and wives and husbands and best friends and prayer partners, and we thank God for all of those entities, but what they cannot do and fail to do and don't know how to do, can't reach us, don't know how to reach us. I'm so excited to know that the Holy Spirit can reach you because it can reach you because the Father is telling the Spirit of God what to say to you, giving you something that you need, something that will quench your thirst. When we look at this word comfort, it means freedom from pain or constraint. So it doesn't matter if you're saved. It doesn't matter if you're a sinner. It doesn't matter who you are. We all need comfort, but especially those of us that are walking with the Lord, because there are things that happen to us in this life that we live this earth realm that we live in, things that happen, things that are unexpected, things that are not of our making, things that we just cannot make heads or tails about. But what again I love about God is that he knows how to release us from this freedom of pain. There's more to the Christian life. After you give your life to God and you become converted, now what? What do you do now? Many people don't know what to do. They're thankful that they gave their life to the Lord. At least I guess that they are. But sometimes we get saved and we get stuck and we don't know which way to go. We don't know how to appropriate the promises of God. We don't know how to live for him in the earth. We don't know what our destiny is, our purpose is. We just think we're just normal people living just like everybody else. If I put two people in front of you, one saved and the other one is not, 
You can't tell the difference many times. They're just as broke. Christian folk are just as broke, busted, disgusted. They have no joy, no peace, no love, no ministry, no destiny, no anything. It's just a sad commentary. We're just as afraid. We're just as comfortless. We, uh, things are going on in the pandemic. We're just as fearful. We don't want to go outside. We don't want to go on a vacation. We don't want to go on a walk. We're just afraid to send our kids to school. This, ladies and gentlemen, should not be. There should be a difference. If you've named the name of Christ, you've been born again, there ought to be a difference. So we've got to learn how to be discipled. That's so key. That's what's missing in the American churches today. We're just not disciple. We don't know how to appropriate the finished works of Christ and live in this earth realm and declare, I am free indeed. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. You should be free. You should not be bound up. You should not be worried like those that have no hope in God. No. Where is your hope in God? Your hope in God ought to be living inside of you, moving inside of you. The power of the Holy Spirit ought to be flowing inside of you in magnanimous proportions. I mean, when you go to bed at night, you should be so excited to get up in the morning. But there's so many people who are walking around afraid and they're worried and they're in pain and they're begging God for something that they already have. There needs to be so much education on this. I mean, I can go for hours and hours about this topic, but the reality is we've got to learn the ministry of the Holy Spirit and learn how to allow him to flow through us the will and the do of his good pleasure and put aside all of the things that the world is saying. The world is lying to you. Satan is lying to you. He doesn't know how to lie. The scripture says that he's the father of lies. Think about that. He is not capable of telling you the truth. Why do we listen to him? Why do we listen to the media? They're lying to us. They just want to bind you up. They want to control you. But I declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus that you break free, that you get out of that rut, that you realize that God has a purpose. He's got a plan. He's got a destiny for your life. And check this out. It's all good. Nothing is bad about what God has for your life. He's got a mission for you. You're wasting time being afraid. You know this, that fear is a paralyzer. How many young people walking around here afraid? That's why they want to kill people, shoot people, exonerate people, not exonerate people, but just get people out of their lives. I don't want you around. Just wake up crazy, go to bed crazy. I mean, so many things. Things are going on in our world. We need to understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit is here and he is here to bless us. He is here to empower us. He is here to help us not to walk in fear, but to walk in faith. He is here to show us signs, wonders, miracles in your family, in your marriage, in your children's lives, in the lives of people at your job. I mean, we got the word of life living on the inside of us, but we are afraid to tell it. We're afraid to prophesy. We're afraid to pray because we're going to lose our job. Let me tell you something, baby. That job that you in, God sent you there for a purpose. Now, I'm not saying for you to take out your big Bible and stand on your platform and start preaching. No, they didn't hire you there to preach. 
They hired you there to do a job. But I'm saying to you that when there are times that you know the Spirit of God is opening up a relationship with you and a co-worker and they're telling you all their problems, they're telling you all the stuff that's going on, you got an answer for people. You've got a ministry of reconciliation that can help you help them get back what the enemy has stole from them. These are prime opportunities that we miss. People at work talk about everything. And here you are quiet. You talk about nothing. You are afraid, man. You need an encounter with the Holy Ghost. You need to be baptized with the power of God. Let me tell you something, man. When those disciples got baptized in the spirit of God, Peter was different, man. He stood on that day and he began to preach and teach and declare the word of God to them. He was not afraid. We are not drunk as ye suppose. We got the Holy Ghost, man. We got power. We got fire in our belly. We are not what you think we are. And so we got to begin to move and live in this thing, man. And so this comfort that the Holy Spirit said he would be and what he said he would do, I'm telling you, it is yours right now in Jesus name. But look here in John chapter 14, verse one, let me give you a little bit more. Scripture says, this is what Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. I'm going to say it to you again. Let not your heart be troubled. This is God. This is Jesus talking to you. And this is a command for you not to let your heart be troubled. There are so many things that are troubling the hearts of the people of God. So many things in our world that are troubling people. And God knows this, but the Holy Spirit is there to provide comfort. And in this passage, Jesus was trying to help his disciples to know, I'm going away, but I'm going away to prepare a place for you. You know where I'm going. And they used to say, they said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. We don't know what you're doing. Show us the way. Tell us the way. And Jesus cleared his throat. He said, I am the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. And as he began to help them to see and to understand, in John chapter 14, verse number 26, he said, he began to introduce the Holy Spirit. The scripture says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Man, that's profound that Jesus said to them, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you by yourself. Even though I won't be here in the physical, what we got in the realm of the spirit is far greater. And see, that's the issue. We are not really connected to the spirit of God. We're more connected to physical things. The physical world is more real to us than the spirit of God, than spiritual things are. And so he said, I'm going to bring back to your remembrance everything that I said to you. This conversation, the Lord is saying, hey, I'm going to bring it back to your remembrance. This is what the Spirit of God is there for. He wants to lead you, guide you. When you need direction, you shouldn't be like everybody else, worried about how it's going to turn out and what are we going to do and all of the things that are racing through our minds. No, the Holy Spirit knows we got to connect. We got to tap in. We got to stay in and allow what God is saying to us to be true. Let God be true and let every man 
be a liar. Now, notice what John chapter 16 says. Go there with me, John chapter 16, because I want to talk a little bit about this here. We're going to start at verse number one. It says, these things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended because there are a lot of people that are offended today. Verse two, they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he's doing God a service. We seeing that right now. And the enemy is just, he's acting up. He's doing all kind of crazy stuff. And you got people who, who they believe that they've heard from God to kill somebody else thinking they doing God a service but they're not. And Jesus told them that in that day. And what he said then is much more applicable today. Verse three, and these things will they do unto you because they have not known the father, nor have they known me. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning because I was with you. In other words, there was no reason for me to say it, but I'm saying it to you now. Verse five, but now I go my way to him that sent me and none of you ask me whether thou goest. Verse six, but because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Listen to Jesus here. He's discerning the situation. He's discerning the hearts of those that he's talking to. Verse seven, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Here's where I wanted to go. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. I'm going to read this again because I've got two more verses, eight and nine, but I want to set you up. Nevertheless, verse seven, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. Jesus is saying it's necessary that I go off the scene. I was never going to be here for 80 and 90 years. Jesus never wanted them to get connected to his physical. He wanted them to get connected to the spirit because he realized that he could not be everywhere at every time, at every place. So he says it's necessary, it's expedient. As much as you want to keep me here, it is expedient for you, not for me, for you, that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter, there it is, the comforter, the one that can remove the pain, the constraint, the one that can bring healing, deliverance, joy, peace, bring you guidance, the one that can be dropped inside of all of you at one time, the comforter can come now because I must go away. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. The comforter will not come unto you if I don't leave. So it's necessary that I go. He was really trying to help them. And he knew, Jesus knew that the disciples loved him. He knew that they were connected to him, but he also understood and he knew that this ministry of the Holy Spirit could not come to not just them, but to all of us. See, Jesus was looking far into the future and helping them to understand and know this is just not about you, but it's about all of those who will come to me. And I want them to know that I can comfort them. If somebody dies in your life, God says, I can bring you comfort. You lose your job, I can bring you comfort. 
You get a bad doctor's report, I can bring you comfort. Something untimely happens to your children. We don't want that to happen. But if it does, I can bring you comfort. And I don't know about you. I'm glad to know that if something were to happen, God's got my back. Something has happened to me in the past. There have not been, you know, since I've been on the planet, there are a lot of things, man, that have happened to me. And I would not be here today had it not been for the comforter, the Holy Spirit, to help bring me back, help to preserve me, help to protect me, help me to see what I could not see. Things in my life that were so difficult that I didn't think I would ever get back up again. But praise be unto God that the Holy Spirit knew exactly what I needed and told me what the Father wanted me to know. Told me that I was loved by God. Told me that I had a ministry and a purpose. Told me that things were going to be all right and proved it and manifested it. When my back was against the wall, saints, when I didn't know which way to go. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I always knew which way to go, but he knows the way that I take. And one thing I love about the Holy Spirit, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He is here now. But I said all of this to get you to these two verses. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Verse nine, he explains it. Of sin because they believe not on me. I'm going to read this to you again because I want you to understand the Holy Spirit is my comforter, but this is what he came to do. That is such a big misnomer in the church. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin, not sins, singular, of sin and of righteousness, and of judgment. And then verse 9, he explains what this sin is, because they believe not on me. Watch this now. The Holy Spirit's number one job, I don't want you to miss this. You might want to write this down. The Holy Spirit's number one job is to reprove the world of sin, not sins or actions, The things we do, the Holy Spirit convicts you about not believing on Jesus, not your actions. Now, when was the last time you heard that? It's right here in the scripture. If the scripture is true, and I know that it is, and verse 9 says it, of sin because they believe not on me. Now, I'm not saying that God is happy and joyous when we just doing stuff we got no business. That's not what I'm saying. But the Holy Spirit's job is to reprove the world of sin because they didn't believe on Jesus. See, the reason why we feel bad is because our conscience, but that's not the Holy Spirit. The scripture talks about that God is greater than our heart if our heart condemns us. God is greater than that because he knows where we are. See, the Holy Spirit convicts you about one sin, and that's not believing on Jesus. And that's the root of all other sins with an S, every action that comes out of wrong believing. A lot of the sins that we're dealing with today, bad behavior and actions and addictions, watch this now, comes out of wrong believing. We're believing the wrong thing. So when the Holy Spirit is convicting, he's convicting people because they don't believe on him. In other words, the Holy Spirit comes and he says, man, why don't you trust God with this? 
Why don't you trust God with your marriage? Why don't you trust God with your children? And see, when we don't trust God, we start putting things together. We start go getting guns and all kinds of other things because we don't trust God to protect us. We don't trust God to help us. We don't trust the spirit of God to encourage us. So when we get sick, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going to the doctor. So don't get on here saying I said that. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying to you today is, can we not trust God to heal? Some of us won't even give God an opportunity to heal. If you can't trust God for a headache, baby, if they told you you had cancer, you don't show enough fall apart. We got to start trusting God where we are and you can trust him with both. The scripture said he sent his word to heal our diseases. Whatever disease is known to man, even new things that'll come out next year, year after 10 years from now, 30 years from now, it makes me no difference. The Holy Spirit knows how to send the power of God. And when we appropriate that, we can be healed, set free and delivered. So the Holy Spirit is always there saying, let's trust God with your finances. Will you trust him? God said, prove me in this thing. I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You won't have room enough to receive. You don't have to work triple time, double time, all the time. Some of us are married. We don't spend time with our wives, our kids, because we always punch in the clock because money is ruling our life. I'm not even talking about people that are not saved. I'm talking about people that are saved, that don't even trust God to take care of us. You got to trust him, man. You can't trust in that dollar bill. It'll let you down. You can't trust in that job. They might let you go. They might downsize. They may go in another direction, but it doesn't matter because God is my source. And you just can't say this. You got to believe this. This will be challenged. Everything you say you believe will be challenged. Everything you say you know about God will be challenged in this world system. And this is something about the Holy Spirit that many people don't understand. We think that the Holy Spirit is just making us feel bad, making us feel this, that, and the third. We're blaming the Holy Ghost for something he's got nothing to do with. And again, I am not saying it is right for you to fornicate. I'm not saying it is right for you to lie and cuss and steal. I'm not saying that any of those things are appropriate. No, they are not. But can I tell you the root of a lot of this is we just don't believe on God. We don't believe on Jesus. And so when we don't believe that he can help us, we tell a lie because we don't trust that if we just tell the truth, he's going to cover us. We just don't believe that we can be with one person. So we got women everywhere, men everywhere, sex in everywhere. I mean, I know people who are born again, but they're not walking any kind of discipleship. And so if they're loose with their sexuality. They're loose in certain things. They still drink and get drunk. Yeah, they still do that. Because here's what you got to understand. When you give your life to God and you've been born again, you still got a mind that needs to be renewed. That is still opposite of the word of God. And we got to get that into the hearts of people. We need to be discipled. And so when the Holy Spirit is convicting you, it's about the one sin, not all the other stuff you're doing. Because out of all that other stuff you're doing is because of this one thing. I don't trust God. 
I got an issue which we have not fully let go of the things that we're bound up in. And this is why we need this comfort. This is why we got to trust God with our spouse. When our spouses are not doing the things or we feel like we've been let down or we feel like our husbands and wives got to be everything to us, don't put your wife and husband up under all that pressure. They are not there to be everything to you. God said, I will be everything to you. We got that wrong. So we get into relationships and we're just bombarding and we're pressuring people. We just got them all tied up because we want them to be something that only God said that he would be to us. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You are what you think you are. You are exactly, you are the sum total of your own thoughts. And this is why we need this comfort today. So the mind of the spirit can be washed and renewed in our thought life. So we can understand that we are the righteousness of God, that God loves me. He's not mad with me. He's not upset with me. He's always inviting me to trust him. He's always giving me an opportunity to allow him to work it out. And that's a choice that we have to choose and say, God, I'm going to cast every care on you because you said that you care for me. God is the only one I know that knows how to care for you. Yes, there are people that love you in this world, but let me just be very frank with you. They don't know how to care for you. They don't know how to care for themselves. How can they care for you? God says, I want to care for you. So your actions, again, are a result of the way you're believing. And the Holy Spirit doesn't convict you about the surface things, but he goes to the heart of the problem. That's what I like. He don't waste time dealing with stuff that that's not the problem. See, that's what doctors do. They don't know the heart of the problem, but the Holy Spirit, no. And when he tells you something, you can trust it. You can believe it. So the Holy Spirit will say, why don't you trust me with this problem or issue you're having? He wants to bring you comfort. He wants to bring you joy. And he wants to bring you peace. Once again, the spirit of God never condemns, but he invites his children to trust him with everything in their lives. What is that? Your job? Do you trust God with that? Or do you just trust your job? Your kids, your marriage, your money? everything. You're so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word. We can take God at his word. The Holy Spirit says, I want to be your comforter. I want to help you. I want to build you. I want to give you the strength you need to make it through this life. I want to literally put joy in your heart. So when you wake up in the morning, you don't need to reach for that pill bottle. You don't need to reach for them prescriptions that the doctors gave to you. You can wake up with the joy of the Lord. You can go to bed with the joy of the Lord and know that God is going to protect you. He's not going to let anything happen to you. When you really get this word inside of you, you can really live. Some of us cannot live. The scripture says, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. 
We got more of the wrong stuff in this world system because we are not immersed in the word of God. And I just want to continue to say to you, get in God's word, get in a church who's teaching God's word, get in a ministry who is helping you to appropriate the promises of God. Get in a church that deals with the lean and not the fat. We got a lot of stuff in our American churches that's dealing with the wrong stuff. Jesus said, go and make disciples. That's what we're doing. That's what we got to do. But a lot of churches are not doing it. And if we're doing all this other than what God said, we are not a success. We are a failure. But I want you to know today, if you've never heard it before, that the Holy Spirit says, I'm your comforter. I'm going to comfort you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to bring to you what I promise. I'm going to reveal to you who you are and help you to walk in your identity. So when you are around coworkers, you are free to be you. You don't have to be what you think they want you to be. You don't have to go in there and walk down or walk around with your head low. No, you lift up your head, all ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. That's what God wants. That's what I want for your life. And I believe today something has started in your heart. A fire is being birthed in your heart, a blaze. You got to fan that flame that's inside of you and know that God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you because the Holy Spirit is your comforter. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that this really, really blessed you. And if it did, I need you to do me a favor and I need you to do it now. Send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. There's no way for me to know if these shows are blessing you if you don't sit down and just write me a quick note and paragraph and say, Pastor, this Bless me. This episode helped me. There's something that you said that the Holy Spirit revealed to you through me. Send me that email today, info at thomasadeloach.com. I do have a website at thomasadeloach.com. Go there today. And on that homepage, there's a subscriber box. Put your email in there, click the send button, and I will reply back to you with something that you can read that will help you in your walk with God. And I also send out a monthly news blast to continue to encourage you and other things that I want to do to be a blessing to your life. So do it today. And lastly, if these shows are blessing you, I want you to really consider to be a financial partner, a to empower you partner financially. These shows are not free. I know they come on and you can download them, but it does cost me to produce these shows. But if you're blessed and you have been helped by anything that I've said, I want you to go back to that website at thomasadeloach.com. Scroll down to almost the bottom of the screen. And you'll see a donation tab there. Click that button there and something will populate and give to your heart's desire. No dollar amount is too big. No dollar amount is too small. And everything that you give helps me to continue to bring, to empower you right at your doorsteps. All right. I'm praying for you always. Know that the Holy Spirit today, tomorrow, next month, next year will always be your comforter. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report. 
prayer requests or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.